Want the inside scoop on what makes your pet tick? Looking for tips and tricks of the trade by pet professionals? Well, you've come to the right place. Welcome to Pet Sitters Ireland with your host, Kate McQuillan. Welcome to the Pet Sitters Ireland podcast with me, your host, Kate McQuillan. Hey everybody, we're back for another episode of the Pet Sitters Ireland podcast. And today I want to talk to you about our 2015 pet survey Um, A couple of months ago, we put out a survey asking pet owners a series of different questions really to find out about them and their pets uh, and the lifestyle that their pets lead. So we got some great feedback. Uh, Lots of people filled in the survey, which was fantastic. And we actually have the results in now. Um, I'll put the link to the blog post that details all of these results. But I just wanted to go through them with you today um, just to explain to you a little bit about each of the answers. So the first question that we asked people was what type of pets do they have? Um, and it wasn't really surprising that nearly 90% of people had a dog um, and 37% had a cat. Um, I think there's a lot of dog owners in Ireland. Um, generally speaking, you know, some of those dog owners would also have a cat and, and other pets. So there are a lot of multi-pet owners out there and we'll talk about that in a second. Um, There was a lot of people that had reptiles, uh, 2% nearly, that had reptiles, uh, just over 3% had birds. Um, We have 8% of people having fish and 3.5% having horses. Um, So really it just shows that we are a a nation of animal lovers. Um, We definitely love our dogs, um, no doubt about it there. I have two dogs myself, I also have a cat and a turtle. So I'm in quite a few of those categories there as to the types of pets that that we have. So the next question was, how many pets do people have? And I thought this was fascinating, that 12.5% of people have six or more pets. Like six plus pets is a lot of pets. Um, By far the majority of people just have one pet or two. Uh, We have 30% of people having one pet and 26% of people having two pets. But there are a lot of people that have um, a lot of pets. They're multi-pet owners. And I think this is where I know definitely for us, pet sitting was a blessing for us because as a multi-pet uh, owner house, it is very hard to transport all those pets to the kennels or cattery or you know whatever you're going to do with them while you're traveling away. Um, the more pets you have, the more difficult it becomes and the more expensive it becomes. So, you know, when you use a pet sitter, you pay for that visit. Um, it does make it a little bit more economical. Um, I'd love to find out a little bit more about those people that have six plus pets, what those pets actually include. Um, because, like I say, six pets is a lot. Um, I don't know if that could be six birds, six dogs, six fish. Um, so it would be interesting to find out. The next question I was really pleased to see, um, where do people get their pets from? And 44% of people get their pets from the rescue. And I think that's just absolutely amazing. All our animals are either from the rescue, our two dogs, uh, one is from the Carlo Pound, and the other one was from Ash Rescue. Our cat we actually found, so I suppose we rescued uh, him. Um, But it was really nice to see that nearly half of people actually go to the rescue. I mean, they do such amazing work and they really need our support uh, to rehome all of these animals. You know, the stories in the paper, on Facebook, on Twitter, of uh, dogs being found, cats being found, you know, a recent raid there on a puppy farm just in Carlo. There's an enormous amount of animals needing um, a new home. So I think that's great to see that that number will hopefully now increase next year 
as more and more people turn their backs on sort of buying, you know, buying pets. Um, the other nice figure that people get, 90% uh, of people get pets from friends or family, so that's always nice. You know, maybe uh, their friends or family members of had a litter and you know maybe they're, they're looking to rehome one of them so that's nice um it's still quite a high number of people using a breeder and um, now i don't have anything against breeders um for me it's just always been nice to, to take a rescue dog you know they're already looking for a home i suppose the big thing with breeders is that you're making sure you're getting it from a reputable breeder um you know that you're making sure you know where the mum and dad is and you've seen them you know don't buy uh, a puppy in a car park from a breeder. You know, you want to see where, where the dogs come from. Looking at that case there in Carlo this past few weeks, you know, the conditions that though that breeder, um, if you can call them a breeder, um, was actually keeping all those dogs in was just horrendous. Um, so you want to make sure that whoever you're purchasing a pet from, um, that they're actually legitimate and, that, you know, that the dogs or cats are being kept in, in a good condition. Um, the next question was, how often do people take their pets to the vets? So that's interesting, you know, I suppose, you know, you take your pets to the vets when they're sick, but how often do you go maybe for, you know, regular checkups or inoculations or anything like that? So um, it was interesting that 44% uh, of people go once a year and 43% of people go every six months. So people are regular visitors to the vets. And I thought that was really good because that says to me that people you know, really love their pets and they're taking care of their health. And I'm sure all the vets would love to hear uh, that people uh, are doing that. So that's good. Um, there was only um, a small number then that went more often, and I presume those people, maybe their pets, um, have regular medication or something like that. So did you know then that 79% of people that answered this survey have their pets microchipped? Um, I know the law is coming in soon, but that's fantastic, you know. It really is something that's worthwhile getting done, um, you know, with dog theft and dogs getting lost. And, you know, it, it's important. It can be the difference between getting your dog back home and, you know, maybe them, them not being found. So so that's good. 15% of people, though, aren't up to date on their pets' annual vaccinations. Um, I think that's fine, you know. Um, there's a lot of people, obviously, that do go for their annual vaccinations. I know if you're having pet insurance, you have to keep up with those. Um, people have different views on whether vaccinations are important or not. Um, if you're in, unsure whether you should get your dog vaccinated, I would go to your vet and talk to them about it. They can give you the best advice possible. Um, so that's, that's another statistic there. Uh, what type of food do people feed their pets? So 92% of people actually feed their pets dry food. Um, I remember when we first got Patch, oh, 19 years ago, the vet telling us that, you know, dry food was the best food for your dog. Um, I know they love the tinned meat, and I'm actually somebody that gives our dogs dry food and a little bit of tinned meat, so, you know, a little bit just, just wrapped around their biscuits just to give it a bit of moisture. Um, but I know some people just are completely on the dry food. 22% uh, then of people actually make their uh, food for their pets, so it's homemade food. And 9% on a raw diet, um, I know that's becoming increasingly popular. It's not something that I know a whole lot about, so if there's anybody out there that wants to come and talk to us about raw food diets, do. Uh, we'd love to hear from you. Um, and just explain to us the benefits about that. 
So most people dry food, 32% then tinned food, 22% homemade and 9% raw food. Um, so interesting to see, you know, um, it would be interesting to see the brands, you know, are people going more for vet food, uh, branded food, or are they using, you know, supermarket brands? Um, you know, that would be interesting to see. Then the next question is a lovely question. Uh, what do people love to do with their pets? And not surprisingly, 38% of people said they love cuddle time with their pets. You know, it is the best time to spend with your pets, you know. Cuddle on the sofa, um, cuddle in the morning, anytime, you know. It really does lift your spirits and I think, you know, your dog loves it too. Um, the other thing then, 41% of people love to take their dog for a walk and I'm sure their dog is very appreciative of that. And then 16% of people just love playtime. So you look at those three top uh, statistics there and they're all things where people are doing uh, fun things with their pets. Cuddle, playtime, going for a walk. 2% um, of people like to watch TV with their dog. Um, I don't know whether it's the people or the dog that likes to watch TV, but, you know, that's a fun thing to do. Uh, why not cuddle on the sofa and watch TV at the same time? Uh, so that's nice. You know, people, people really do love their pets. So what happens at holiday time? Everybody loves to go away on holiday. Um, so what do people do with their pets when they're on holiday? So 23% of people actually take their pets on holiday with them. Um, and I think that's fantastic and I think more places are becoming pet friendly and more places will become more pet friendly. People do want to spend time with their pets on holiday. Now if you're traveling on an island and you're staying in a hotel and you need somebody to walk your dog, don't forget me to come and do that for you. Um, but I think it's lovely. Take your pets on holiday. It's a great idea. 73% um, of people said they would travel more if they could take their pets. So hotels, if you're listening, people want to bring their pets on holiday with them. So we need to make that facility available for them. You know, there's nothing to say that you couldn't have a dog walker on hand while you're on holiday. You know, maybe if you wanted to go off for a day um, to do some activity and it wasn't pet friendly, um, even though the hotel is, you still might need to have a pet sitter or a dog walker come in. Um, so that is an option for you. Don't think that just because you're not at your, your regular home that you can't avail of those services. As a nationwide company, we have that facility to cover you wherever you are in Ireland. Um, so it was just a bit of fun to find out those interesting facts from people. Um, it was great that people took part. Um, we'll do the survey again next year and it'll be really interesting to see if any of the statistics have changed. Are more people taking their pets on holiday with them? Are more people taking up a raw food diet for their pets? Are more people getting their pets microchipped or keeping more up to date on their annual uh, vaccinations? Does that number, that 44% of people buying, uh, getting their dog from a rescue, does that increase? You know, I'd love to see that increase up into the 60s and 70%. You know, I really do believe that you know, there's so many pets in Ireland already. Let's get some of those uh, pets out of the rescues and into a, a loving home. You know, that really would be absolutely fantastic. So I hope you found the results of the survey really interesting. You know, I found it interesting then we actually got them through. Um, the other bit of news that I have for you is the Nose of Tralee is coming very, very soon. For those of you who don't know, uh, the Pets of Desire and Nose of Tralee competition is our annual competition. Last year was the first year that we ran it um, and we crowned Buster our winner for the year. This year we're looking for lots more entries, so start taking some great pics of your pets, um, get them saved, ready to enter. You can register now by the website. Uh, for early notification of when you can enter. Uh, once entries are open then we'll be releasing all of the details of the 
the voting process, the judging process, the prizes, some fantastic prizes there, including an amazing photo shoot, um, pet gifts, pet sitting vouchers. You know, it's just going to be absolutely amazing. Today we started our first Instagram takeover with Gia, our runner-up from last year. So she's going to be sharing all her adventures over the next 10 days. Um, then Buster will be taking over and we'll be getting what, to see what Buster does, uh, what he gets up to. He's a bit of a famous dog now um, with his sister Ella. So they're going to be then taking over for the 10 days after that. So it's going to be absolutely fantastic. We're going to have loads of giveaways and competitions on the run-up. Uh, to the Nose of Trilly competition. We have our Sassy Night Selfie. Um, it's going to be fantastic and you really want to be part of it. Like Buster was just so delighted to be crowned the 2014 Nose of Trilly. He went to a fantastic photo shoot and got some amazing pictures with his family. Um, and it really is something that you know he can be proud of. That's a title that he's going to have now uh, forever. So he's going to be greatly involved in this year's competition. So we'll be releasing details of what Buster's going to do, what part he's going to play. Um, and yeah, keep in touch. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. If you've got questions, you can email me at kate at petsittersisland.ie. Always happy to help and answer your questions. So do, listen, give us a shout if you've got anything um, you want to talk about on the show. If you want to come on and be interviewed, that's great too. And we'll talk to you soon. Catch up next week. Take care now. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode of Pet Sitters Ireland with your host, Kate McQuillan. Want to stay up to date on past shows, pet news, tips, and even book a pet sitter? Visit www.petsittersireland.com or follow us on Twitter at Pet Sitters IRE. We'll see you next time.